This is the Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, a rap song turned acoustic cover, or hopefully one of my original albums. And I'm Chris Wallen. You might know me from... Where would they know me from again? You might know Chris from number one hit songs like Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney and Something to Be Proud of by Montgomery Gentry. Whether you know either one of us or not, I bet you're going to have fun here. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. She has three number one singles, Strawberry Wine, We Danced Anyway, and How Do I Get There? five-time multi-platinum album and did I shave my legs for this she's an actual Nashville native which is rare a Tennessee volunteer and an author she was one of the few ladies that I kept on repeat as a teenager she was one of the best ever Dina Carter welcome to the show Dina what's happening guys hey hey. thank you for not tuning in but thank you for being here (laughs) I always say tuning in, but thank you for being here and showing us vast New York City behind you there. I, I know. Isn't this crazy? That was the glory we're days. Redo- we're, we're redoing our house, and so we had, like, the dentist office frame pictures from Kirkland's or something on the office wall. And doing all of my podcasts, I do Wing It Wednesday on Wednesday nights and TGIFs on Fridays and everything. And it, since my studio is in boxes right now, it just looked so stupid. <laughs> so I got my New York scape. I like and put it. put it behind here. Are Thank you, a, you. It looks better. Are you a fan of New York? You know, I am. I've always been a fan of going there and there's an energy there. You know, the food's yeah. great. And I loved walking. I would always lose. I'd eat a lot, but I'd lose weight in New York. You do walk a lot. Yeah, I'd walk everywhere. And I loved it. I really did love it. I know they're going through it right now. So that's really sad. You know, I don't want to go there now, but I hope it can get cleaned up so we can all go back and visit. That's why I don't like New York because it's too much walking, you know. (laughs) I like to walk on a <laughs> treadmill. <laughs> As you can tell, you know, I'm a very I'm a very health conscious guy. I keep stay really in shape. I'm in impeccable That's shape. Me. You can't tell from the camera, but I mean if this if this beard wouldn't know me, you know. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean Yeah. Impeccable shape. <laughs> oh, impeccable, yeah. Dina, why are you laughing? <laughs> She's laughing. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> we start every episode with a fast five. We ask you five quick questions. And we asked for five quick answers. You ready? Okay. Yes. Your favorite place that you've played in all the world? Ooh, my favorite place in all the world. That's a tough one. Well, the ramen's always great. I mean, oh, the ramen yeah. is the best place yeah. ever. Um, I know there's an answer. I mean... The Grammys, all the award shows, the nighttime TV. I'm a TV hog. Like, I love doing nighttime. You know, the television that we used to do, those were always so much fun. Well, you got to pick one. But I have one. (laughs) That's not fair. Wow. The rhyming is great. Oh, I know. I know I have it. I bet I know what you're going to say. Nalen. No. Nalen Stadium. Which Neyland one? Stadium. New Orleans? Neyland Stadium. Neyland? No, Neyland Stadium in Knoxville. Yeah, in Knoxville. 
That's uh, yeah. I'm from East Tennessee. Oh, I'm from Arkansas. So I didn't know that was what. So the, the stadium in Knoxville is called Neelands. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right on. I knew we'd get an answer out of you. Yes, that was awesome. That was, you know, the band marched out my name. I got to sing at halftime, and I'm an alum for UT. I didn't and know so that. we got to play at, at halftime, and then the band marched out my name and played my songs, and I was in tears. And my That's family great. was there. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Man, that is something. That's like a that's a that's special treatment there. Oh yeah. What is a it was what is awesome. I, this is not a but since you said you were an alumni there, I seen I read that you were in something uh, like a some kind of cult or something called Little Sister Minerva or something. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with I you. I don't know what that is. What is that though? Oh my gosh. I was in AD Pi at UT and I was a little sister to the SAEs and they called us the Little Sisters of Minerva. It's very awkward. What does that mean? What does Minerva mean? Minerva is this Greek goddess. And it's funny because now I did a lot of things in my life I regret. Um, well, maybe it, maybe it actually happened. is a cult now. That she's, she's talking. <laughs> no, well, it was a joke at first. Yeah, but, I was I just mean, joking no, at first. No, 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 no. This took a turn. <laughs> no, the SAEs. I was just going to say all that Greek mythology and everything I think is kind of hullabaloo now. But yeah, um, right. it was fun when you're in college, like the sorority was oh, awesome yeah. to be a part of and SAEs and all that stuff. So Greek life on campus was amazing. But the mythology behind uh, some of the things they celebrated during the year, it's kind of like, mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cult. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> just playing. I'm like, I just got a battery signal, which I am plugged in. I'm telling you, if I happen to Uh-oh. disappear, I will get... I'll come right back, I promise. You know what I'll that's cold for? Right yeah. If you guys say one more thing... <laughs> It's, it's, I'm cutting you off. One That's more a, thing at no, all, no. she says. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your favorite place to eat in Nashville. Oh, well, coldest beer is Brown's Diner. That's the best mug of beer in town. You got to go there. Oh, I love Brown's. And Brown's is awesome. Got a good burger, too. And uh, the meat and threes, mine used to be Sylvan Park, and they got rid of it. But that was my favorite place to go to. Go to Rotiers. I like the oh, old places. I love Rotiers. See, she's talking my, my language top now. Favorite, top number one place is Hog Heaven by Centennial Park behind McDonald's. Hog Heaven. It's the best we got We got to go over there. Barbecue. Uh oh! Don't get him started. It, oh, He's from Memphis. No. Don't get him started. You'll be talking about. She Look, said best barbecue. They have it. They had it down before all these fancy places started coming in town. They had white barbecue sauce, and white it was so sauce. good. It's so good. I don't even eat meat anymore, and I go there to eat the vegetable plate because it's just so good. See, I always loved Arnold's <laughs> and Sweats. Yeah. Sweats. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yes. from Memphis. Uh, born in Memphis, so when somebody says barbecue, I don't respect any barbecue outside of Memphis, really. <laughs> so you must not I ever eat Memphis barbecue. But you got to go. I understand. I respect that. But you got to go to Hog Heaven. It's so good. 
I'm going to go there just to see this white barbecue oh, sauce. Oh, I love white barbecue sauce. What is white is barbecue the, sauce? What is that? I could drink it. it is, I could drink it. It is, it is good. so good. Yeah, but what's it made out of? Milk? White stuff. <laughs> it's got white stuff white in it. That's all you need to know, Marty. You okay. don't have to be, you like know. <laughs> don't get too far into it. You know. <laughs> vinegar base. Vinegar base. Oh, yeah, no. See, I'm a thick, sweet, and tangy barbecue guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Stop bragging. Yeah, I like that. Thick. <laughs> stop, stop calling yourself thick. Stop, stop calling yourself <laughs> thick and tangy. I'm thick and tangy. <laughs> That's your rap name. Yes, sir. <laughs> had it. Had it when I. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> you're. Uh, are you? So you just. You just answered this one. Kind of. You said. So now you're a vegetarian or a vegan? A pesky. I eat fish. Oh, so I was. The next question was fast food, restaurant, or home. Where do you eat at the most? So probably home. home. That's what I figured. Because mm-hmm. you're only eating but fish. But if I get if we, if we do a like quick loop, my son is he loves Chick Fil A and uh, McDonald, all of it. So if we do a loop through the drive thru he loves Sonic. I get the fries with the barbecue sauce because I like the sweet. Tangy, like the thick barbecue right. sauce, and that's mm-hmm. what my fries in. I don't do ketchup. I do barbecue sauce with my fries. I do the same <laughs> thing. That's the truth. You I'm do? not just saying that. That is true. I do the same thing, yeah. especially at Wendy's. Wendy's has the best barbecue sauce to dip fries in. Uh, last mm-hmm. question: Your favorite wild animal? My favorite wild animal. Well, this is one. I was going to ask thing. you, who is that? This is Georgie. Georgie. We have four dogs, four rescue dogs at our house, so we are overrun with fur balls everywhere. Um, my favorite wild animal, probably a fox. Hmm. That's a good pick. I like those those little red fox that like run around. I love the the. They're cute. They're in our neighborhood. Have you seen the red pandas that? You know, look like foxes, but they have a panda head. No. You should look those no. up. You'll probably you'll probably have a new favorite. <laughs> okay, I'll look those up. <laughs> Why did you leave Nashville? <laughs> what made you say, I'm not, not going to live there anymore? Um, so basically, why did you abandon TV? Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think Nashville thinks I abandoned it. I never did. But um, I went to L.A. because I was doing film and TV stuff all the time. Right. And I just built this awesome house at the time and brand new like 30 acres the star pad the whole nine yards it was awesome and i was going to la all the time like i i did uh, raising dad and strong medicine i was doing film and some tv shows and stuff and i was just there all the time so i ended up getting an apartment there to work there and it just the work was pretty consistent in LA and I was still touring. So, you know, I was gone from Nashville on the road like crazy before I moved to LA. So I didn't think anybody would notice really, but I think they did. <laughs> well, I noticed. <laughs> we noticed, <laughs> even though I didn't live here. But, <laughs> um, but Nashville's awesome. I look, I love my hometown and I still have so many great relationships. And where I live now, so many of those, everybody comes to me now. They all come to the beach. We're in the Panhandle down here near Seaside and Grayton Beach. And um, so I see people now all the time, which is nice. I didn't even know you got into film 
and I didn't find that anywhere. Why? What, what kind of? Yes, what kind I've of done film? five. Well, I've done five movies, um, and one was called. See, one was called Painted Horses. One was called <laughs> Running from My Roots. And then I've done a series of three of these Canadian country films, like A Very Country Christmas, A Very Country Wedding, and I just wrapped the third sequel to that uh, right before COVID hit. I barely made it out of Canada. Oh, man. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, yeah, but I've been doing movies. I've done five, and I've also produced soundtracks for them and just – it's That's been awesome. a lot of fun. That one you yeah. did, uh, Running From My Roots, was that a biopic? <laughs> <laughs> you know what a biopic is? No, I don't. It it's a movie be. about your life. See, she ran from her roots. She lived in Nashville, ran to L.A. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> get it now. It's, <laughs> yeah, no, I still don't get it, but still. Get it. <laughs> My dog, I play the moms in these movies now, so I'm like the mom or the, the town guru kind of music figure or whatever, but... Running from my roots, Janelle Arthur, who's an artist in Nashville, she played my daughter in that movie, and we had a great time. She did a good job. Hmm. I got to look these up. I did. I had no clue you were into film and acting and television. Those like those are three separate things. That was all. There was two separate things: <laughs> yeah. film, acting, and yeah. television. And yeah, television. all three. Yeah, I didn't know you did all three of those. <laughs> yeah, your dad was a. Country, in country music and he was a a-team session player right yeah is yeah. that a, is that an accurate description of your father i didn't know your father i know nothing about him until i did research to to look to look into you more um yeah. he played on a lot of monster hits and now the question i have is did you ever want to be a session player like your father i can tell you that it um I loved watching him in the studio. I love being at the studio. I still love being in the studio. Um, listen to him. You know, he was a producer. He was an artist first, and then he right. was a side guy. He was out with Roy Orbison, and um, he and Lee Von Helm, and they were the early band members in the band uh, before Robbie Robertson joined. Your dad was but, in the band? And, yeah. He and Lee Von were best buddies. Wow. And... Um, and he played with Bob Dylan, all these people. I mean, Muddy Waters, it wasn't just, it was all the Nashville folks for sure. But he also played with, you know, he played the lead on the Simon and Garfunkel records, like the boxer and all that was my dad on guitar. And he just had a real special sound and people from Joan Baez to Alice Cooper to you name it, Burl Ives. He's on that Christmas stuff at, at the holidays. That's fun to listen to. Um, he's had a real diverse discography of people that loved his talent. He was a real virtuoso. So he was definitely part of the A-team in the studio world there on the row. And I grew up in that environment and I just, I love it. I mean, I can lay out in the middle of a studio floor. And Man, just be session so players happy. are amazing. I mean, I, I, they're, yeah. we were talking, we were um, uh, on another one of our shows, uh, Jim Moose Brown, who's a great friend of mine, uh, he, he's a great session player. And it's like, uh, that's some of my 
favorite moments in the music business uh, going in and, and watching a song come to life with those guys. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's just amazing what they can do in a song yeah. that they've never heard before. And they listen. I used to get mad. Like when I first, when I first started 20 something years ago, when I first come in and did my first sessions, I would get so mad because I thought they were, you know, they would play my song and they would look at my chart and I would think they weren't, wouldn't paying attention. I'm like, this is, I put my soul into this mm-hmm. and they would be what, looking at yeah. chart and talking to each other. And while the song was playing, I'm like, Dah. and then they would, of course they would go in and play it perfectly. You know, what I yeah. thought was a, just a, a brand new gym. They would look and say, Oh, it's one of those. Okay. One, four, five. Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is how they yeah. make you yeah. feel. Yeah. You go in there and you're like, well, man, you're going to love this one. And they're like, Oh, it's, it's, it's a real simple one. You, you ain't got to say it's real simple. You ain't got to say that. <laughs> anyway, did you and ever want to do that, though? Nashville, you know, Nashville is like the creme de la creme of being able to do that. They can just turn it around so fast. And, yeah, it was amazing. Amazing to be a part of that. So I love it. Love studio. And that's where I got my producer chops, you know, growing up listening and dad had the best stories because before overdubs were a thing, right. you know, they would have like four bass players in the hallway and have to play the song over and over. And each guy would get a chance and whoever got it right would be on the record. If he didn't get it right the first time through, they'd kick him out and bring in the next bass player and they'd have to play the songs over and over again for takes instead of overdubs. Right. So just great stories and, I'm so grateful I got to grow up in that environment. But your dad didn't help you get started in music, though, right? He tried early on when I was in high school. We went around and tried to get a deal when I was young, maybe like early college, actually. And not it didn't happen. I wasn't ready. I'd written a couple of songs. And I was singing demos for him. And people like Randy Travis had been in my house singing their demos before uh, he got signed. And Randy's actually one of the reasons I started really paying attention to country because he was young, this little guy with this big voice. And he was in my living room. Like my job was to go, you know, I was probably, I don't know, 16, 15 or 16. And I was supposed to bring the coffee and the, <laughs> the, accoutrements for my for our guests at the studio and he was singing and I just was blown away with his voice and started paying a little bit more attention to it I always loved like Dolly Parton and I always loved the artists but I didn't I was into classic rock I mean I was a high schooler and you know I was into rock and roll stuff so Randy Travis really caught my ear and I was like, wait a minute, this, he's awesome. When I was young, I was listening to you at 15 years old. I know it don't look like it, but I, I'm only, <laughs> I'm only 38 years old, but I'm not saying you're old cause I look way older than you, but you were the only, you were one of the only, cause I didn't really listen to country either, but there was a few artists that I did listen to. And it was you, Tanya Tucker, Martina McBride. That was the only like three women female country music artists that i and on, on the on the male side it was really just garth brooks to be honest with you 
and then every, everything else was R and B and uh, like Boys to Men stuff like that, and Al Green, BB King. So yeah, that, that was kind of my lane. But when you came out with uh, Strawberry Wine, I was like, my mom was listening to that, and I I played, I stole that album from her, and I was a, I was a dude going down the road. Did I shave my legs for this? <laughs> <laughs> I even shaved my legs once. I don't tell nobody. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. It's coming out now. That's so sweet. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. That makes me feel so good. Well, thank you. It really does. Seriously, thank you for being on here. It's it's a it's an honor for you to be here, for real. That's the truth. Thank you. Thank now, are you, 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 still, you still releasing music? Are you, you got a new album coming out or anything? You know, my last record, I think I've had seven out, and everybody wants to hear the first one, and I'm fine with that. I love playing it. If I go see the Eagles or a band, I want to hear their hits, you know. I don't really, I mean, the new stuff's okay, and you want to hear what people are doing, but at the same time, you want to go back to those special times in your life that that music was a part of. And so I we really just focus on the first record, a couple from the second and a new song or two. The last record I put out was in 2014, so I'm due. That one was called Southern Way of Life. Right. And I'm due. You know, after I left the big labels, um, it well, you start doing it on your own, kind of. And you, it's not that you quit doing it. It's just that you're not, you don't have that big machine behind you throwing all the money at radio and everything to get you on there. And we've been touring every year ever since. I mean, all this time. We had a full tour this year set up, and uh, COVID happened. So yeah. we're pushing all those out to next year. So I've been working. I really have between the movies and traveling. And, phew, it's been a lot of work trying to keep my youth. <laughs> well, you're doing it well, young. let me tell you. Definitely, definitely. Thank Very well. you. Thank you. I need to know some Thanks. tips. Is it? It can't just be makeup. <laughs> so. No. Well, I guess I know I the do. tip. It's uh, pescapellion, whatever that word is that they, where they only eat fish. What is it? Pescatarian. 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 How long have yep. you been doing that? Last time I had red meat or pork was 1998. Really? Wow. Yeah. You hear he yeah. sounded like a dog when he said that. Rawr. <laughs> 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 to brought out the man, animal side of I it. I know, man. <laughs> yeah, 98. <laughs> 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 Scooby-Doo in the house. Raggy. Uh, raw, raw. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. I came off that Alan Jackson tour, and we had all gained about 20 pounds because we were just eating fried food and drinking like fish and, you know. And I came off that tour and I said, Lord, I've got to do something. And um, I just started following this Eat Right for Your Blood Type book and changed my world, really. And I got really thin and super ripped for, I guess, like my early 30s, mid 30s were the peak primo years. And then got it back again after I had my son. And now, you know, you hit 50 and it's like, what it's harder to go away but i still try to work at it and feel good mostly Feels just hard try for to me smile to... and 
It feels hard for me to get rid of what I got now. And I'm I'm not even nowhere near fifty yet. Dang. Chris? Brager. <laughs> I got one year. I'll be I, fifty in one year. I've been building I've been building this this wow. up for a, quite some time. <laughs> and I That's look to awesome. keep it. I look to keep it, Dina. <laughs> you ain't gonna change my mind well. about that. <laughs> um, you look great. <laughs> thank you. Um, Willie Nelson got you your start, didn't he? Willie was on Liberty. Bowen had signed him to Liberty again, which I think Liberty was an old, old label that they revived. And Willie went, but they were just like reliving their glory days. And so he was around and he and Bowen would play golf and herky. And I would go be the caddy and make sure they all stayed out of trouble. Oh, that was a rough one. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness! It was so much fun. I actually learned to be a good golfer with those cats. It was fun. I, I love golf, by the way. I Did do you? Ever, I do too. Uh, yeah. Chris, quit bragging. I'm terrible at it, but I love it. <laughs> Chris, she's not golfing with you. Oh, come on now. Stop. When you're in Nashville, <laughs> Hermitage, we got a Hermitage to play golf. Yeah, Hermitage. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, For sure. Did you smoke weed with Willie? I have done that. Is it really tough I've, with Willie? <laughs> I've I was younger, that's for sure. I haven't done any of that stuff in many, many years. But uh, my job was really to go around and pick up their like what they left over, just to you know, and I'd keep it in the golf cart. Like they'd take a hit and throw it on the ground, and I'd go pick it up and retrieve it and put it in the cart for them. You'd smoke the rest of what they left behind. No, <laughs> she's like I was getting all what they left behind. Like, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming. Oh my god. Here I come. That's a good one. Willie, that's a good hit. You know, that has never been my thing. I've never I mean, I'm no I'm not innocent. I've been a wild child. I've done lots of stuff I shouldn't have done. I don't do it anymore, obviously, but my goodness, that stuff, I can't smoke weed. I just can't. It's not something that I it doesn't sit well with me. What I about- always think the law's coming. <laughs> What about crack? <laughs> <laughs> Would you give crack a chance? No. Give crack a chance. <laughs> give crack a chance and see how it fits on you. You might like it. You never know. A lot of people seem to like no. it. I don't know. Oh my gosh! No <laughs> you played when you played Farm Aid. Whose idea was it for you to do free falling? Well, I did a tribute record, the Tom Petty record. Um, I was part of that and we did that was song was on King of the Hill, actually. I got to play the truck stop waitress. Um What? In King of- That's awesome. Yeah. That's my favorite T V show. You were you were the truck stop waitress? Yeah, and I still get a dollar ninety six every quarter from that. Son of a gun, light one up for that, Dina. <laughs> you just gonna light one up, celebrate. <laughs> Mike Judge coming through, isn't he? I know. Did so, you meet yeah, Mike Judge? Yeah, I I didn't. I mean, I I love the show. I think it's funny, but I didn't get to do anything but sing. And so we sang that at Farm Aid. It was around the time that all came out. It was really fun. So you don't even know that Tom Petty was a voice on that show then, do you? Which one? He was lucky. The the was guy who really? the guy who always slipped in pee pee and and got and sued the store. That was Tom Petty. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Did well, you watch King I of the Hill? I did, yeah. Did you watch all the King of the Hill? Not every one. If you one didn't, of- then leave. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm out I don't, of here. I don't put up with that now. I just don't. <laughs> she can only stay because she sang in King of the Hill. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we were talking earlier about you, or you were talking, we were listening, and you were saying that you grew up listening to rock and something else. I don't remember what the other one was, but some, like, what was it? Uh, Hip hop? What, what else was it? <laughs> well, I loved R&B. I was a big fan of R&B too, because but you obviously being in Memphis, I'm sure that was a big influence for you. And in Nashville, um, you know, we, we had that too. I just, I loved all of the, like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. And I, I oh, was just yeah. a, a 70s, 80s, like, I was a kid in the 70s, little bitty kid. And I, that stuff my older brother had on all the time. And um, I was just really into that bands, you know. Melodic rock is what was going on in the 70s, and I love it. I still love it. What's your favorite band? Well, I love Queen. I always have. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I mean, just super melodic, but like you said, Al Green, um, love, I love Earth, Wind and Fire. We just had September 21st. So that's always fun to crank up yeah. uh, this month. And, um, I just, I love all that stuff. I loved America and bread and those one name bands. <laughs> I have no clue what either one of those bands are. Do you? Oh yeah. America oh my and bread? bread was Eric Clapton. What? Well, yeah, Eric Clapton. I thought he was in a band called Cream. It, yeah, that was Cream. Oh, yeah, that was Cream. But, cream, bread. It's some kind of food. Even, <laughs> it's some kind of food, Marty. Cream, okay. It was soda or cream or like, bread or something. Wasn't he in hamburger or something? <laughs> Who? What was bread? Now, that sounds like my bread kind of band, was, to be honest. It was David Gates and Bread, and they did, um, I call it Make Out Rock, because it's like, baby, I'm a won't you. You know that song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's their song. I need you. You're the only one. You know that song. It's really good. Just, don't keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just taking me right uh, back to uh, my teenage years. Yes, of course. <laughs> Love it so much. You were nominated for three Grammys and four CMA awards, and you won one of them. When you look yes. back at it. Are you are you mad that you didn't win the other ones that you were nominated for? Or are you just grateful that you were nominated? Oh, I'm so grateful. When you're nominated for Grammys, you get... Well, obviously, I, I got to win a CMA, which is a great life honor. Oh, my Lord. Being from Nashville and knowing the value and the, the respect of that community, that was huge. And um, so grateful for that. But when you get nominated for Grammys, too, you get these medals you know they're like olympic medals on the ribbons that uh come with these plaques and just a lot of honor for that and i'm on the grammy board now i serve as a governor on the grammy board and um do you you vote on songs and whatnot you vote on songs i have and uh i have had the opportunity to do that in the past and we help out you know there's music cares and all the great things that grammys do but being nominated for a Grammy, are you kidding? I mean, and when we did You and Tequila, we got to go back and do that again, like a decade later after the Strawberry Wine years. And um, I, I haven't won a Grammy yet, but I want one really bad. So Me too. Maybe. <laughs> if you ever maybe. see 
if you ever see Marty Ray Project come through your by you and you're voting, just go ahead and say yes. You ain't got to listen. Just say yes and pass it on through. You know what I'm saying? Can can I count on you, Dina? Well, you got it. We're listening. Look, submissions are coming up. So I don't even know how to season. submit. I'm an independent artist. I don't even know how you. I don't even know nothing about the Grammys. But it is funny you mentioned you and Tequila because that's a Kenny Chesney. You did that. You. Kenny Chesney cut that, right? Yeah. And you wrote that with uh, Mar... Matresa. 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 Who also uh, wrote Strawberry Wine. Yeah. Son of a gun. Look at you, songwriter guy. <laughs> he, uh, he actually wrote two Kenny Chesney songs, maybe more. Yeah, I wrote uh, Don't Blink for Kenny. And I wrote uh, Got awesome. a Little Crazy Last Night. Awesome. Congrats. <laughs> That's so y'all. Are, Kenny's fun, isn't Kenny a nice guy? He really is. He really is. He, he's, he's a, a good. He is. I, I got a funny story on my number one party for Don't Blink. My dad. Yeah. My dad. I mean, he's you know, he's a redneck from way back. You know, he's so. Kenny Chesney's there and a number one party for Don't Blink, and my dad bends over to tie his shoe, and his pistol falls out. This is, this is a middle ass cap. <laughs> middle ass cap. Herky Williams was there. Gun goes off. Yeah. No, no. But it falls out right in front of Kenny. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, my, my hand to my head going, oh, no. So, so my dad, I mean, I've never seen him move as fast. He grabs, he gets his pistol, puts it in the back pocket, and he had, had shrimp, had a plate of shrimp. And he looks up at Kenny and goes, you know some shrimp? <laughs> Kenny just almost like fear in his eyes just uh, just shakes his head. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a swell that guy. So oh yeah, he, he actually yeah. is. A, he's always been uh, anytime I've ever seen him, he's always been really nice. I actually you know? don't I actually never met Kenny Chesney in my life. Um, but I'm he's sure he's nice. great to y'all. He I'm is. sure he's great. He's If I called him right now, he would call me back. Like Call him right that, now. <laughs> no. I know, right? Get him on the phone right this second and tell, him, and tell him to say hi to Chris Wallen. And we'll, we'll, and we'll see if he's Rich. telling the truth right now, Dina. I know, right? <laughs> no, so John in the middle Rich of... Go ahead. Yeah. What'd you no, say? John Rich is the same way. Like, you you know, there's quality people. If you text them or call them or something, they'll just hit you right back. And um, I'm not even that good at it. And those guys are really good. John's a character. Good about I've written with him a good bit, and I just I love writing with John. He's awesome. So just lots of good people in country music. I mean, you don't get much better than the artists in country music. I love it, especially the 90s. Yeah. Just pretty I mean, the 90s artists are, and, oh, and before and after. But I'm, I'm like... You know, biased because that's well, my class. Well, there's a few that I'm, I'm not going to mention their name. There's no, a, mention their name. No, I'm not going to. There's a couple of them. You're like first letter. Oh wow, I <laughs> I didn't. You know, <laughs> I, I you know you meet somebody and you're like, oh man, that's cool, and then you meet them, you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. But tell me how you really feel about me. Ninety. <laughs> I mean, there's some great. We 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 did an interview with Neil McCoy, who's a great friend of mine. He's a great great I guy. I love he's awesome. Neil. I mean, he's you don't get yeah. much better than Neil, you know. He's a yeah. great. Uh, we did a show with him 
maybe a year and a half ago or so, maybe even two years. Time's flying so fast, but we always stay and watch Neil because oh, he's, he's just awesome. so great. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, Neil. I've never seen Neil live, but I want to now. Yep. Oh, you have to. Yeah. He is so good. Well, we'll just go together. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the invite. Let me know. You really are nice from the 90s. These people. <laughs> I know, right? She just, wasn't lying, was she? I know, yeah. <laughs> I don't have anybody that texts me back immediately besides my mama. and uh, <laughs> I don't. Y'all, he Chris definitely does. <laughs> it's a it's a day minimum for him. <laughs> so, if I'm lucky, in the middle of our of our show, we always do a segment called "What Not to Eat." Yes. And we bring the guest in on it. These are just some completely weird things that people eat around the world. You're not going to believe it. You ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. You might have eaten a few things in your lifetime. I know Chris and Marty sure have. But these are things they would never eat. This is What Not to Eat. <laughs> Mine is something called a pang. A pang. I think that's how you say it. It became popular in Cambodia during food shortages a long time ago. Now it's a delicacy. Ah Pang is essentially just a fried tarantula spider. Good way to conquer your fear of spiders, I guess. Man. No. Now, Ooh. can we count on you? Next time you're in Nashville. <laughs> can we count on you? No. Now, that's like fish now. <laughs> no. It's the same thing. Well, I guess you could, it might be like a shrimp or something, See? but... They say it tastes just like shrimp. Good for pescapellians. Land shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. Arachnophalians. Yeah. I only only eat spiders. (laughs) They're like, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to die at a strict spider diet. Man. What you got, Chris? I'm coming to you from China. This thing called Mm. hazma. Oh. In China, many people consider hazma dessert the perfect punctuation to a great meal. This disgusting dish is basically the fallopian tubes of frogs. Oh. Sold in a dried, shrunken form, these amphibious reproductive organs are able to swell up to 10 to 15 times their dehydrated size once they are rehydrated with water. Afterward, a bit of sugar is added to give them that special sweetness most people desire from a dessert. You know what I just realized while you were reading that? What's that? You sound like Lucky from King of the Hill. (laughs) Does he not? Well, hello. You, you, that was amazing. I I enjoyed that reading. Can you read it again, please? (laughs) Coming to you from China. (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. Clearly, clearly you don't get the jokes here. No, no, I didn't. Sorry. (laughs) Now, in your career, is there anything that you wanted to do that you didn't get to do, or you wish you would do, or you're going to do something like that? You know, one of those do's. Um, well, well other Grammy, than win a Grammy, we talked about that. Yeah, you want to win a Grammy. Win a Grammy for sure. And I want one more big, like, arena bus tour. I feel like 
you know, we don't tour like we used to back in the day. And that was so much fun because all the artists were on the road. It was like a carnival. Right. Um, a circus. You had buses going up and down the highway all the time on both sides. And we'd pull over and have flying J parties and oh, yeah. <laughs> get on each other's buses and stuff. And I really want to do that again. Like, I just, I, I feel like it went somewhere quickly and we need to bring that back. So that's something that I do want to do. And other than that, probably like host a show, host a TV show or something. I think that would be really fun. I sure would watch it. I love I, it. I love the way you sound. <laughs> That'd be great. So I would watch great it. You, you said you have a podcast though, right? Yes. On Wednesday nights, it's called Wing It Wednesday. And we do it on my socials, uh, Facebook and YouTube and, you know, all the socials. I think, well, Facebook just kind of did a poop and wouldn't let us do music on there. So I don't know how we're we're navigating that. But um, I like that phrase. They did a poop. I do, too. <laughs> I'm going like to I'm going to use that now. I got a quote book and that's going in it. Oh, Dana Lord. Carter. Facebook did a poop. <laughs> it's gonna be. If you, I'm gonna have it in my above my my studio on the wall. Awesome. Yeah, Dina Carter. So yeah, that is, it's called Wing It Wednesday on Wednesdays at six o'clock central. But it's a week. podcast though. It's you're doing an actual. Is it you listen somewhere or is it only video well, on we, social it's, media? It's visual. We play songs and just kind of on hump day, middle of the week, get people through you know, to the weekend and talk about, we have some good news stories and talk about events of the week and play a few songs and people tune in and ask questions and stuff. It's pretty fun. I'm going to go to your, your, uh, do you actually run your Facebook page and, and Instagram or somebody run it for you? We do. I, it's Jake and myself. Jake is the king behind all the graphics and, he does, makes it all run smooth, but I do most of the posting, and he does all the. If you see something that's like off the chart beautiful, that is Jake. Mm, so Jake's a beautiful <laughs> man. Tac tactile, um, <laughs> just hey, this is you know me eating breakfast. That would be me. You going to follow her? But well, Chris and I are going to follow you. Yep. And on awesome. on Instagram and Facebook and whatnot. That's right. When you see Marty Ray Project, it'll be me. When you see Tennessee Song, what's well, Instagram is TN Song. TN yep. Song. Gotcha. So don't be a stranger we, now. Mine's, okay, <laughs> Dina Tunes is uh, Instagram. Dina Sings is Facebook. Oh, excuse me, Twitter. And uh, it's official Dina Carter at Facebook and YouTube. Awesome. I love YouTube. My numbers are starting to go up, you know. What are you at on YouTube? I'm not, I mean, it's not big, but it's climbing, and I'm very excited about it because we're, we're like, leaping up, and it's exciting. So That's I'm awesome. probably not as big as y'all are. <laughs> well, I have – you might be bigger than me. I, I only have 538,000 subscribers. I mean, you probably got more than me. No, you no don't. Way. Five hundred thirty-eight thousand. Yes, yeah. he does. He, he he's the YouTube man. Yeah, but you're Dana Carter. It. You you don't you tell me that you don't you must have just started it. Yeah, it's not. It's fairly new. Well, I tell you what, let's collaborate on something, and uh, awesome. I'll drive all my people over. That'll be my life's mission to make sure you have more <laughs> subscribers than me. 
Oh, you're so sweet. Something's not right in the world if, that, if you don't. Well, you know what's crazy is on my, we've got strawberry wine video on there. Do you know that, and all the other stuff, we got tons of content on YouTube. It's fun. But it's had like 56 million views. I think you, strawberry wine gets like a million views a day or a week. It's crazy how many we get mm -hmm. every single day. Um, so that's why the subscribers are tiny compared to the reach that we have. I mean, Facebook's got about half a million reach, and you know. Um, so we're catching up. I'm learning. I yeah. like to learn how to do all this stuff. So you're just now getting started in the social media world, really? Pretty much. It's been a couple of years, but I'm up in the ante now. And, uh, you know, the not, like a lot of the 90s artists, they're, they're not as prevy to it all, and the younger ones have got it nailed down. So we're we are a little bit behind, but I think we hold our own pretty good. Yeah, I mean Neil McCoy has I'm on nearly eight hundred thousand followers on his Facebook. Does the yeah. national does not the national does the Pledge of Allegiance every morning? <laughs> yep. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm, awesome. I, you know, I, I mean, it. I'm looking. You know, I'm looking at like you know, I'm up to like two hundred and thirty. Just two hundred thirty, <laughs> not two hundred thirty thousand, but two thirty. So he's helped me a lot. So he can do the same with you. <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> Listen, here's I mean, the thing about Chris. No. He won't post. <laughs> he will not post. I say, Chris, you got to be consistent. You have to. He's like, oh well, that ain't gonna know. Ah, ah, ah. Yep. And I'm like, yep. all right, well. We'll see. Someday he's going to be huge in, on YouTube, <laughs> and I'm going to call That's him right. up. That's right. Content, I guess content is king, right? That's true. 100% now. It's all about yep. being persistent and staying yep. consistent with it. That's all it is. Your record label, yep. Little Nugget, is yes. that still operational? It is. We, um, you know, I've got a bunch. I just did this this past weekend. Went and my mom had a lot of my dad's two inch reels and quarter inch and all these old tapes and oh, yeah. just tons of his old music that I took from her and went and put in my storage unit. And I was saying, because he had Nugget Records when I was little. So when I launched my own, I called it Little Nugget. And I thought, wouldn't that just be so sweet to pull it together and release something of his on little nugget. So I've got to wrap my head around that, but it's super small. It's just my stuff. And I've mentored some artists, you know, that are new and getting started. And that's been exciting and fun, a great way to give back and give advice. Cause if we can't share our experience and what's it worth, right. To try right, to exactly yeah. help artists navigate things, new ones. Um, but yeah, we'll put out some more things on little nugget. It's around. It took my, I mean, it's a lot of pain in the booty to get a record label up and going and oh, expensive. Man. Now, how long has that and, been? Uh, when, when did you launch that label? That was in, I think it was 2014. So it's still young. What's the goal with it? Do you want to be a major record label someday? I would love to put out just a couple of records a year, give somebody a start, you know. Um, but you got to have some chutzpah behind it 
and have all your staff. And I mean, I did grow up in it and I've been an artist on labels. So I know the details that it takes to have a success. So I wouldn't want to sell anybody short, (laughs) but at the same time, I have a little team that I can easily pull together if we get the right project and the right artist and get their music out there. I know how to do it. Now, are you Jewish? No. Because <laughs> I just heard you say, I think a Jewish word. Was it, wasn't that a chutzpah? Oh, chutzpah? Chutzpah. Chutzpah. She go and she said it really well. I can't do it as well as her, but she's been saying that a lot. I don't know if she practiced before this interview. She's like, Hutzpah, Hutzpah. I gotta say that in this interview. That's what I do in the mirror, trying to get my cheeks to go up. I go, Hutzpah, 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 Hutzpah. I sound kind of Arab, but I don't know. It's it's really close. Um, Yeah. Are you still the national spokesperson for the National Kidney Foundation? I'm not. But it was a huge honor to be a part of that because my dad had a kidney transplant Mm. in 2014. And, um, oh, wait, excuse me, 2014, hello. In 94, I'm still on Little Nugget on that conversation. (laughs) Um, In 94, my dad had a kidney transplant, and we got many more years with him. So it was really awesome. How long were you the spokesperson? A couple of years. What does that mean when they say, okay, you're the national spokesperson of whatever? If I was the national spokesperson for Dana Carter, what would be required of me? Uh, You get to do PSAs, public service announcements, and some print. All right. And you go to, yeah, go to some meetings and represent, you know, wherever they're sponsoring things. It was, you show up and show your support and use your voice to, get people to be organ donors. That was a big deal on your driver's license because that's how we got my dad's life, you know, got him to live because someone was generous enough to donate their kidney to, um, to the hospital. So funny story about organ doning and the, and the, and the uh, license. I was redoing my license recently and, uh, my tags, not my license, my tags. And as I'm redoing them, I go to the office and she says, do you want to donate a dollar to organ donors? And I said, uh, sure, what is that? And I said, she said, just organ donors. And I said, yeah, I know that it's, but where does the money go to? to right. Like, because hmm. you just make a decision to donate your organs on your, right. you know what I mean? There, what was this money yeah. going to? And she was like, I don't know, organ donating. I was like, I don't know. I guess I'll donate a dollar then. I don't, I just don't know. What, what does that mean to organ right. donating? Uh, it sounds like you're that. giving money to somebody. Yeah. And I didn't know if it was for the national spokesperson. So I was hoping I gave my dollar to Dina Carter, but I guess I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I know is that you put the little dot, uh, you know, back in the day, like filled in where you wanted to be an organ donor, but I never heard of donating a dollar to the organ donating. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know if they're what the organ, maybe she just needed a dollar that day. She could have just asked <laughs> me and I would have gave her a dollar, but Chris, you got any questions? I don't want to take the whole time up. I'm kind of starstruck. <laughs> I had a crush on Dina when I was a little, oh, little man. boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
tough. I, I'm sorry. I've got the like motion cam going. I just when I bailed out earlier and like not on purpose, my battery died. So I am doing the hand cam now. Don't worry about it. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. Oh heck yeah. And I, I just like to thank you for coming on and, and, and I, I've always been a fan of yours. I, you know, even, uh, when I, when I first came to town, 20 uh, something years ago, I, you know, and I was, my, my mother was, uh, was a singer. We lived on top of a bar on Broadway called the turf when, wow. turf when I was seven years old. And, oh my uh, goodness. and you know, when, when I first came to town, you were definitely, one of them that I, that I, I really, I knew was authentic, you know, so, uh, you can kind of tell sometimes, uh, the people that are just singing and the people that are authentic and, and they just are who they are. And those are true artists. And I think that's what you are. So thank you Aww, so much. Thank for, you. That is so sweet. Thank you for those oh, words. That means everything. Thank oh, they're you. True. I have a single tear falling on this side. Just a single tear. Just I'm not going to show you this side because I don't want okay. you to get joy from it. Okay, but it's falling. I would get joy from it. Right your over tears. here, it's falling. Uh, I did one, one more thing. I want to say, want to ask you about because I tried to find this. I couldn't find this. I read that you had written a book called Songs from the Heart, but I couldn't find that book anywhere. Is that not finished or I something? Have... No, that's not me. Well, that's on your. Uh, Bow, <laughs> and Is I was it? like, "Where in the world is this at?" Oh, now maybe you need that's to write write a book called "Songs from the Heart." Maybe that's from God. That's on my bio. That's on your bio. Yep. Is it Wikipedia oh. or her? it's Wikipedia? Oh, on her Wikipedia. Oh, you know, so many people have told me I should write a book. They're like, Dina, you need to write a book. Because... It sounds like the person who writes your Wikipedia page thinks that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I'm, oh, but I really did look vehemently for this book. I was like, I can't find this book. I wonder if this person actually wrote that book and say, I'm going to say <laughs> Dina Carter wrote this book. And then when, <laughs> when they go to it, it'll be my name in there. No, well, they didn't do a good job of that either because the oh. book is nowhere to be found. There's no book songs from the heart. I even put songs, songs from the heart book. It doesn't exist. Oh my goodness. You should write it. Wow. I should write it. Well, we did shows called Songs from the Heart. I remember. Maybe they confused shows. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, maybe so. Um, I have, you know, on Fridays on my YouTube channel, I do my TGI episodes. And they're, um, they're, they're uh, where we look at what's going on in the world and compare it to what the Bible says. Right. Okay. And I've had like four years of these every Friday. I and that. I would love to put a devotion book out just kind of because I've written all this stuff for four years and um, have a little devotion book for Fridays for people to jump into the weekend. And it's been, I mean, with everything going on in the world, it's been nuts. So it's very Revelation it's, Isaiah, what's happening today. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's really cool to look script at scripture, honestly, and just kind of get grounded because you know no, there's nothing new under the sun so it does help you have some guidance and comfort and all that kind of stuff it's pretty cool that is yeah. so true and i'm so glad to hear that you uh, do that on friday that's needed in this world for sure 100 percent. and i'm glad yeah thanks. to hear that you i thank you was scared that i would not be a fan of yours after this interview and i've only become more of a fan oh that's the truth you're you. you're the sweetest you really are. 
Thank y'all for having me. I really appreciate it. And my sincerest apologies that I froze and <laughs> had to replug uh, in, had to thaw out. We just kept talking, and, and it, it was. Uh, I'm sorry you missed that whole conversation that we had with you. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll send it to you, and you can you can watch what happened while what you when you were sitting in deep thought what we were thinking awesome. of. Uh, before we go, Perfect. we always end the show with an unbelievable fact. And then we okay. say our goodbyes, unfortunately. So here it is. All right. Hit it, Ben. <laughs> ben. <laughs> ben fell asleep. You might think it's not true, but I assure you that it is. It's hard to believe it's an unbelievable fact. Elephants can hear with their feet. Isn't that crazy? What? Wow. They put weight on their front legs to feel vibrations and apparently through those vibrations it sends sounds from a long distance through their bones into their ears wow wow yeah that's crazy isn't that, cra- un- that is crazy I, I don't know if i believe it or not you're not supposed it's, to believe it's it. not i'm not supposed to believe it yeah, yeah. but it's still <laughs> true still facts yeah dina that's that's amazing i love what about the tusks they probably reverberate like i wonder how that affects what they hear I don't through know. their feet i know maybe can See, they I'm hear footprints <laughs> they can hear anything they can hear footprints maybe and they never forget either they're nothing like you yeah i i forget yeah, they, I, I could hide my own easter eggs <laughs> they always text people back <laughs> elephants do yeah immediately i love them <laughs> Dina, love. thank you so much. I love you, and God bless you. And uh, thank, thank you for doing you. this. Thanks, Dina. Love you guys. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Good job. Anytime. Thank you, Dina. See thank ya. y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ah, thank y'all so much for listening to the Marty Ray Project Chats. And a big thank you to Rode for supplying the sound with Rodecaster Pro. Whether you like what you heard or hated what you heard, Subscribe and rate us anyway. Let us have it. To see all these episodes and more in video format, go to our new YouTube channel and subscribe. The Marty Ray Project Chats on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram too.